Welcome to TESOL Talks with Lynn. Um, tonight we're going to be talking with someone who's very experienced with study tours and that's our topic, looking at study tours. Now, a lot of you already know what a study tour is, but not everybody does. And the study tours are when groups of students, usually they can be primary aged students or high school students, come out to Australia and to other Western countries in their holidays, in their school holidays, and they stay, usually homestay with families, and during the day they'll go to classes where they'll have ESL lessons, and then they'll go for tours to theme parks and things like that. So. A lot of ESL teachers love to do study tour work. Um, it's different, it's fun, um, very high energy though. Um, and there's a lot of things that happen in a study tour that you don't see in a mainstream classroom. So um, there's the good, the bad, and definitely the ugly. So talking with Rochelle, um, who's had a lot of experience teaching, not only here in Australia, doing study tours, teaching online, privately tutoring and teaching overseas. Um, and so, Rochelle, we would really like you to um, share your experience with study tours. But first of all, would you like to introduce yourself to the audience, just a little bit of your background of your um, ESL teaching? Yeah, sure. Um, where do I start? Uh, it kind of started off by accident about 12 years ago when... I took off overseas on a whim and just wanted to travel and experience things and ended up teaching overseas in Korea and Japan and China, just traveling around and teaching so I could support my travels. At that point, I didn't really have any qualifications. I just kind of winged it, but I had such a fantastic experience that when I got back, I wanted to keep teaching that I had to do some kind of a little qualification to feel like I actually knew what I was doing and that's when I fell into study tours so I did also end up getting um, a little bit of private tutoring work teaching online but the study tours were always the highlight of teaching I yeah think. they're yes. fun they are so much fun it's like a holiday mode that, you know when you say the children are here to have fun and enjoy themselves yes definitely yeah. they're on holiday away from their parents yeah <laughs> yes definitely so you know you're looking at a, a bunch of kids and they're all like Woo, we're on holidays so if you're thinking it's like classroom teaching it's definitely not like regular teaching because you know they don't want to sit still and behave no, no. Lots of games, lots yeah. of fun, um, lots of little projects. We, yeah, we do lots of little games and little fun things with them to keep it keep it on its toes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can have some really interesting experiences with study tours, like um, you know, regularly. Uh, the Gold Coast was like a real hub for study tours and there'd be literally hundreds of students coming out and you could have up to 30 in a class. What's, do you remember the most you ever had in a study yeah, tour class? Probably about 30, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too, around that. Um, and these kids, they're... They can even be a range of ages and, you know, levels of ability even within the one class. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I remember having to put kids that were older and more advanced with kids that were younger and needed help just to get the class through. Yeah, you buddy them up then yeah, so that the more advanced student helps the younger one. Yeah, or yeah. Less. Yeah, it's survival in the classroom, 101. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, if you had to explain to someone who's never taught a study tour, how would you describe it? Yeah, so it's kind of like trying to fit in 
it depends on the study too. So some of them only go for like a week. Some of them can go for up to four weeks. So depending on how long they're for really kind of depends on what you do. If they're only there for a short term, you kind of need to pack in. You have to do something that's going to be relevant that they can actually say that they've learnt. So I like to do something fun like talk about Australian animals or like Australia, learn about the culture and the people. Um, I've worked with lots of different um, study tour companies that all kind of like to do their things a little bit differently. It kind of just depends what you get. It's potluck. Mm. But my favourite ones are when they do like uh, we do like projects. So we'll spend like the week studying something specific. So if it's, for example, animals, one one group or a pair of students will get, you know, kangaroo, someone will get koala, someone will get Tasmanian devil, et cetera, and then they'll have to spend that time um, learning about that animal, finding all the information, getting cute pictures, learning all about them, and then putting together this big collage about what they eat, where they um, live, what they do. Just on that point, though, if the students mm. are actually doing the research themselves for this project, where are they getting their source material and mm. are they putting this together as a hard copy thing or a digital thing? Uh, usually hard copy. So we get them each get a big piece of cardboard and we might go to a library and get some books and things or they can jump online and print off resources. Um, sometimes they'll get homework where they'll get their resources at night and then bring them back in in the morning and then they'll write it all up and type it up. They'll have to translate it a lot of the time too and they do it in little groups. And then at the very end we do like a big presentation where they'll you know get up and give a little speech about their animal and then we'll have prizes and different things at the end oh they're 15 minutes of fame yes <laughs> they so, love that yeah sometimes we record it we'll make a big deal and we'll send it back to their parents and they get all nervous yeah. and fun but every day we'll still do something um to break it all up so i love to do a little music day where i'll teach them an australian song like kookaburra sits in the old gum tree yes the, with the movement yes, yes of course yes, yes. of course all the gum tree song give me oh mom, yes i'm on the gum trees. yeah i make I them all sing and dance and and uh, teach them something australian uh we'll usually have a cooking day where we'll make kangaroo sausages braver than me i don't we'll, do we'll make vegemite <laughs> sandwiches we'll make me a vegemite sandwich and we'll take pictures of their faces and then we'll give them a a tim tam slam where they'll chomp on a Tim Tam. Usually they've never had a Tim Tam before. And What's a Tim Tam slam? Oh, it's the best. So you get like a hot a hot chocolate or a little cup of tea or something and then you bite off um, the diagonal corners of a Tim Tam and then you suck Ew. the hot chocolate up through yeah, the Tim no. Tam and when it melts you have to hump the whole thing down. Yeah, it's, no. They love it. It's so <laughs> cute and fun. It's chocolate. Yeah. Um, we also do other fun little things that you don't normally do in a classroom. For example, if somebody's a little bit naughty or is talking while you're talking, I'll make them get up and do the chicken dance, <laughs> and um, and just and then they'll all be laughing and rolling around. And yeah, um, sometimes we do like little Aboriginal days, and they'll make their own boomerangs, or we'll talk about a bit of Australian culture, and or Australia Day, what that's about. Yeah. Um, yeah, all different things. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. No, I know my experience with study tours is the same. You know, classroom management's more about, you know, the punishments kind of like a fun thing for everybody mm. to participate in mm -hmm. and, and, you know, sort of, you know, the class disciplines each other rather than, 
you know, yeah, serious. Definitely, stuff. definitely yeah. more lighthearted. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, one thing people need to really know about, I feel, is materials. Now, I've been to study tours and they've said, oh, yeah, we've got all the materials. You don't need to worry. And I get there and there's a box of all these like worksheets of random bits and pieces that mm. fit into a million different themes and and a lot of them I don't even like. So same. Um, yes. Yep. So, yes. So what do you normally do with study tours? I have a little folder of pre-prepared things that I am very familiar with that I can dip into at any time. Um in case of emergencies you absolutely do not want to get there and have a six-hour day ahead of you and everything in your box is yeah not going to work or you're told oh yeah they've got intermediate they've got great english (laughs) and you walk in and they cannot understand a word you're saying um and that is absolutely hideous yeah Yeah. that is like the worst thing I think that can happen is that they can't understand like literally hello I had I had this experience once I got called into a study tour because the teacher that was there before had started by a couple of days and he was very stiff upper lip and and the kids it was a Japanese study tour the kids absolutely couldn't stand the lessons and just wouldn't participate Mm -hmm. so they they called in um and asked for me to come and like have have a go and they told me it was elementary level and they were young I get there with two puppets like one was a kangaroo and one was a koala and I was thinking and they told me it was primary and I'm thinking you know these guys will be about 10 or so and they'll think you know they like cute things and get there with these puppets on my hands and and everything and I looked at the class and they were teenagers I'm telling you 15 to 17 year old teenagers and they took one look at me and I took one look at them I went oh my god so like straight away I just flipped it and go okay we're going to be two teams koala team and kangaroo team and um we're going to make up teams and i'm going to figure out who's going to be in each team mm-hmm. and from the and they weren't elementary level either these guys were intermediate at least mm-hmm. so yeah look, stuff can happen that you just don't expect okay yeah so then you start a debate or a game yeah you know start playing a game start playing hangman or something while you yeah. quickly figure something out yeah yeah with yeah you know <laughs> with teenagers and adults if you feel there could be a classroom management issue and in this class there was um two boys and they would have been you know the older ones and they were best mates and they sat up the back of the class and they were running things you could mm. they could tell that was like the mafia right yep. so what I did is I said each one of them had to be head of a team and we'll see at the end of the week yep. which team was going to win so that pitted them immediately in competition with each other so they controlled their group so then we made groups and um, they controlled them and classroom management was no longer an issue because yeah. they wanted to beat each other. Absolutely. Uh, yep, same thing. I had a couple of nasty girls Ooh. who were just being really mean to a couple of the other quieter girls in the class and we did the same thing, yeah. split them up straight away, make a competition out of it. Yeah, you yeah. then to. they focus on themselves. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Everyone loves to talk about themselves. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> so um, you mentioned that you bring your own materials, and I have mm-hmm. seen materials that you bring, and they're amazing. Do you want to just describe for the listeners <laughs> uh, some of your favourite materials that you bring along? Uh, I've got a huge craft box full of stuff, always. So lots of pens, lots of pretty papers, shiny things, <laughs> puffy little fluff balls, pipe cleaners, all different stuff, um, 
because I, worst comes to worst, I turn it into projects and craft games mm, and things. Mm. That's always my backup go-to. So I've always got that. I've always got my music speaker with me so I can always Bluetooth and we can do something cultural like let's learn a Japanese. You teach me a Japanese song and then I'll teach you an English song. Yeah. And we'll do like a little joke like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always got a day where I'll bring in food. Yeah. Always. Yeah. A loaf of bread. A a thing of butter, soft butter, yeah. and some Vegemite. I can't even tell you <laughs> how far that that goes. Yeah, like yeah. it's so fun. That's yeah. and a packet of Tim Tams. Oh, take yes. the best three bucks you'll spend. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about actual teaching materials? Teaching though? materials. Yeah. So I've kind of got a little file on my USB that I've got always that I'll print off last minute. So I've always got the words "To Home Among the Gum Trees" printed off, ready to go. I've always got. Um, uh, like little quizzes and random information and facts about Australia, Australian animals, Australian culture. Do you use puzzles at all or crosswords, that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I've got lots of those. I've just kind of got bits and pieces that I've collected over time and if I see something that's a good resource, uh, you know what? Once you do one study tour, you'll meet minimum three, four other ESL teachers yeah. and you share resources yeah. that don't go up against each other, work together yes that is the best and learn from each other every time you work with someone new you'll pick up something else awesome and fun that oh, i never thought to do that i'm gonna do that too yeah yeah you know that's where i picked up the chicken dance <laughs> i saw some other teacher well, doing it to their class I thought, that is hilarious yeah. i've done it ever since yeah, yeah yeah um so just yeah don't hog things i had another teacher and she like um she's the one who created the let's create our own boomerangs right and she was, I just watched her lesson. I was like, that was so good. And they all yeah. learned about, you know, the, the symbol for water, the symbol for the sun, the symbol for animal tracts and all mm. this kind of thing. And then they would create their own little oh, stories. Yeah, symbols. Yeah. Symbols, yeah. And, yeah. and like, you know, the people gathering around a fire for food together and all these different mm. things. So you get a few, uh, I've got a little worksheet, a, a printoff with yeah, all their yeah. different common symbols. And then they create their own little stories with them, which they put on a boomerang. Mm-hmm. And then we have competitions at the end where we pick our favourites yeah. and they'll get a little prize. Yeah. So little clip-on koalas, little key rings, little things like that. I like, love that stuff. Hop down to the dollar shop and grab some Aussie stuff because <laughs> it you, it's so much more fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, yeah, you've got a pretty good handle on the materials. I agree with you. You need to have, you know, your own stuff that you know really, really well that you can use at a moment's mm. notice. I do have a golden rule when I do study tour, and I'll just check with you if you're the same. For every one worksheet, so any worksheet that's given, it's always pair work or group work. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Because communication is paramount. They've got to be listening and speaking all the time and noisy. Okay. But for everything that they have to do, which is a worksheet or an activity like that it's game yes. worksheet game activity like that every time yes yeah you taught yeah. me that yeah yeah right. one worksheet one game yeah. one yeah. worksheet one game you and it, it's related obviously it's not a game out of the blue no. so yeah. you know it's usually using the board and it's a way of review yes of actually lynn has this fantastic ebook called um esl games that you oh, can do online yeah. but yeah you can also use them in class too you can adapt them yeah. for both and they are like literally 50 games off the top of the bat that you can pull out anytime Anywhere. they are foolproof they're fantastic oh, yeah yeah so and, good and they're adapted for adults as well as children so yeah, yeah look they're, they're tried and true games that i've lived the ESL Absolutely. classroom on yeah and now <laughs> so i live above them too yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to 
Yep. So, all right. So we're talking now, the good, the bad and the ugly. So we talked about the good things, like you can have wonderful experiences, the students, I, you know, that's Japanese study tour. You, they were that little bit, it was just that bit awkward and, and um, clunky at first, but mm -hmm. it just went on to be just the best time ever. And um, the kids were so happy and, you know, they gave me a really nice, you know, like goodbye thing and it was just wonderful. So I really enjoyed that. Um, the bad, obviously, when things go wrong. Yeah. You know, usually the – sorry? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like if you burn through material totally. Oh, yes. I've seen people that. are nasty. Like mm. if you, you know, get those mean girls. That, that, yeah. Ugh. Dealing with that. Classroom management, I think – you can avoid the bad if you stick to the golden rule of one activity or worksheet, one game, and you keep it always flowing and you keep it energised. Mm -hmm. You will avoid bad behaviour if you watch for those naughty kids mm -hmm. and split them. Mm -hmm. Then definitely you can avoid a lot of things. The ugly, oh, my God. So, okay, my ugly, I'll ask you yours. I have a minute mm -hmm. to think. Uh, we had a study tour once and um, there was a young kid and his name was Elvis well we nicknamed him Elvis anyway he was from Korea and he'd come out and this poor kid he was like eight years old so here's this eight-year-old from Korea and his sister was on the study tour and she was like 15 but they were homestayed separately so Mr Elvis anyway he was loud and he was he was wild he would do the hip that's why he got called Elvis because he kept doing that hip pelvis dance thing all the time and had all the older kids laughing he was a total comedian well we had a pizza day at school and um so everyone was enjoying pizza and Mr Elvis decided that he could eat an entire pizza all by himself and he'd been running around like a maniac and we're like no 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 you know have four pieces and just stop for a minute and wait no he was stuffing it and showing it everybody how much he could eat like you know one of those mm -hmm. videos that you see online where you know people have this food eating competition so he stuffed himself all of a sudden he just vomited everywhere oh and everybody was like <laughs> screaming and running for the hills and yeah and I'm like I do not do vomit do not so so the poor um study tour people that came like because you always have you know the teachers that, from overseas that come mm -hmm. I left it to them because that was just like no but anyway what about you do you have an ugly um not really and I've had where we've gone on um like excursions and we've lost a couple of kids oh, that was yes. hideous yeah um because they wanted too. to look in a shop and they oh. just dicked off and ne next minute you're doing a head count and you're short oh, oh your heart stops so bad just seriously keep them in like pairs like yep. oh my god army style yep <laughs> Step two, step foot. <laughs> yep. Hop two. Yeah. Round them up, round them up. Yeah. Um, and what else? Uh, and and when, because, you know, when they travel and they're exhausted and they stay up all night mm. and they're being all cheeky away from their parents, um, it's not uncommon that you get a few sick. Yes, that's um, true. So you just keep an eye out for that mm. and then, yeah, send them home or back yeah. to the teachers, yes. back to the um yeah, the coordinators that are there. Yeah, yeah. because accompanying teachers. The worst thing is if you get an entire class all yeah. down at once. They get run down, they get tired. And the other thing is too, if they are exhausted, don't be too harsh on them because yes, exactly. they are here for a holiday and a good time mm. and you know, you're not their mum. 
Yeah, that's that's mm. true, and and then yeah, they do. Sometimes they get a little sooky because they, you know, they just might not be feeling oh. best, or, and they're in a homestay situation where they they can't speak properly to the homestay mm. hosts, and and they're under their roof and their control, and and so yeah, they, they, sometimes they do get a little bit emotional as kids. That is other things I've had too, where they don't get along with their homestay mm. family, and then they come to school the next day complaining or trying to figure out ways to. Get out of it. Yeah, and <laughs> and you're kind of stuck as the mediator. Yeah. That, that is a little bit ugly sometimes because yeah. you're like, oh. Usually, though, the tour coordinators from yes. their country take over. Like you just hand that yeah. over to them. But, yeah. yeah, in the meantime, and you feel for them too. You know? know. Yeah, it's a lot for kids. They, they're they really hardy, these overseas kids. They, they come and they do all this and they love it. Mm. We've had ones as young as nine, I think yes. eight or nine-year-olds. Yeah. And, and. Oh, and they cry and they miss their mums. And sometimes the coordinators will actually take their phones off them oh. so that they have to yeah. speak English and be involved and, and you know, be a part of it. And then mm. they can sometimes get a bit homesick. Yeah, so yeah. I think just being sensitive to that too. True, true. So we're going to leave the um, our listeners with our most important tips. Oof. Yeah, games. Like, games. Like you said. Yeah. have plenty of games because you can't have too many you can't do the same game over and over and over it's just not done yeah. and I think if you feel a an activity like a worksheet is just dry and oh, you're losing yes. them just drop it and play a game yeah just, don't don't force the finish yes, I've, I've stopped an activity halfway or yeah, less same yeah and just said no guys we change change your mind yeah and they're all like, what, what, what? Yeah. And Everybody up, I'll put a song on. Yes, yes. I've yeah. I've got them up too and um and done, you know, physically act more active things with them. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I love doing the maze where you get them to put all the chairs and all the tables in a position and then they have to wear a blindfold <laughs> and one partner has to tell them step forward, step forward, step forward, turn, and they have to guide them through the maze and we time it. Yeah. You know, we love like doing uh, treasure hunts. Oh. Where we hide things around, like if you're at a school or a library or wherever you are, and you put together a little treasure hunt beforehand, they've got to oh, run around yes. and follow the clues. Yes, yes, that's awesome. Oh, what was the other one? The other one where they have the sheet and you have a whole list of things that they have to collect and they have to take a photo. Oh, yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. What is that called? It's escaping. Um, like it'll be like get a photo with. Yes. Um, with a dog or oh, yeah. find, find a something um, coloured rock. Or, yeah. you know, and you have them at the park and, and you do that. It's not a treasure hunt. It's, um, oh, I cannot believe it escapes me what I we know, call I can't that. Think of it either. Um, but it'll be like a list of missions that they have to complete. Yes, yes. Um, they have to take photographic, they're in pairs, and the pairs rush around, they have to take photographic evidence of everything and, and come back in the first one. First and they just have week. really good prizes at the end yes. so that they actually do. Scavenger hunt. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> How can I forget? Yeah, so all these things. Mm. Oh, and if you ever do a barbecue, make sure there's a ton of tomato sauce because I swear, like, they have so much tomato sauce on their, like, <laughs> sausage sizzle, it makes you gag. It's like, whoa. So I've run out of that before. You should see the looks. It's like, what? We have to eat without ketchup? <laughs> yes, it's not done. Yeah. yeah. Any other tips? Uh, our auctions always go down oh, really, really well too. We do auctions. So with an auction, what we do is um, at the very, very beginning, when we first meet them on the first day, we'll show them a whole pile of awesome prizes that they can bid for at the very end of their trip. Mm. Um, so it'll be things like, could be anything, but or usually Austri 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 Australian stuff. 
Right, so key rings, toys, toys, key rings, the family episodes. Yes. So we even get things like funny little Australian oven mitts and tea towels yeah. and hats and so yeah, all these different things. And then what you do is as we progress throughout the couple of days that they're with us, whoever wins a game gets money. You win fake money. You win fake money. Yes. <laughs> or you can even put dollar values on post-its and things. True. Um and they keep collecting all their money for everything they do well, contributing, being a part of the class, helping somebody who's struggling. Good classroom management. Yeah. Yes. Um, positive outlook, um, doing something funny, you know, just being involved in stuff. Yeah. Um, and then they get all their little money and then right at the end you auction everything off and they've got to spend all their money on their little prizes. Yeah. And you've got to have enough prizes for everybody to, get to be able to win things at the end. Yeah. But the bidding frenzy at the end <sighs> is so fun have you ever had it where they a few kids will group together their money to yes buy things? yes i've had <laughs> it's everything like how do they split that up but uh, they do it they do yeah, yeah. they figure it out that they, they have a ball and they're usually quite shy at the beginning they're like what's yes. going on like they're just kind of watching yes but then as the prizes start all getting snapped up they get wild they yeah they get wild at the end yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh look you've always got to have like study tours the coordinators will always organize the final day where the kids come up and they stand in front of everyone and give a little speech and and like you said they'll mm. showcase things that they've created so just make sure that you've prepared for them to do some kind of um like I used to always do a play so I'd have them you know part of the lesson each day they um, have a role and so I give them each a role that they were going to play or they get them to make up their own plays if they were older and they would do these um, in front of all the rest of the students because study tours have lots of classes and they all meet together for these things somewhere like a big hall or auditorium and so then they get to oh, and sometimes study tours are actually at Australian schools so you've got they've got the audience of the Australian school kids which is mm. puts a whole lot of pressure on them but they love it I had one group from Korea dance um, Gangnam style for the school and the school just screamed with rage and the <laughs> Korean kids were just in their element yeah. So cute. So, so cute. Yeah. yeah. So, look, have fun with study. And it's high energy. Keep the Baraka on hand mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Yes. The students do not need more energy. No, they do not. But you you definitely do. Um, oh, and make sure they always have plenty of water and they drink it because they can dehydrate. They're not used to our weather. Mm. Yeah, if it's in the summer particularly. All right. Well, that's it. If you get study tours and, oh, how to find study tours, um, Contact ESL schools in your city and local area. Yeah, you'll also see quite often advertising for homestay families. Oh, yes. that's So, and actually if you're doing homestay, uh, if you're doing study to a teaching, consider if you might like to do homestaying as well at yeah, the same time. Yeah, it's quite good money. If you're going there anyway through the day teaching, that's where the kids are going to be, yeah. and then you just take two of them home with you um, if you've got the space and yeah. Um, and the mental capacity at the end of the day to still deal with it. Yeah. Um, but it is such a um, – I used to really smash study tours every school holidays yeah. and I would make – that's where I made my money. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, where that I made it. Yeah. I worked my butt off. I would have back-to-back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back study tours and back-to-back -to -back students in every one of my spare rooms. Yeah, for about six to eight weeks running. Absolutely. And I'm – I saved up a deposit and bought my first house. That's how I did it. Yeah, so there you go, <laughs> folks. You can mm -hmm. get ahead on this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's some great tips if you're homestaying too, like prep all your meals and have meals frozen, have Absolutely. things put away. Yep. And you know? don't buy steak and salmon. No. <laughs> like rice. 
rice, lots of rice and pasta dishes. They love spaghetti and and they love, you know, mm-hmm. stir fries and things like this. That you know, they want rice. So you know, don't think that you have to go crazy because you know it's not what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. But anyway, look, study tours. Look for advertisements in your local papers. Um, as I said, look for in your area. So if you're the Gold Coast of Brisbane or Sydney City or mm-hmm. you know in um, Geelong or in Victoria in the city, they, and all oh, any beach areas related to cities, there's always study tours happening. And you know nowadays all the international students are coming back. Study tours will be coming back. Mm-hmm. So look out for it. I think it'll come back with a big hit, a big bang. So yeah, contact yourselves. Just Google ESL schools contact them and just say, hey, you know, I'm around, I'd love to teach study tour. If you've, you know, got experience ESL teaching, then why not? Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't recommend it more. You have to try it once. Yes, at least. Yeah, you'll either love it or you'll hate it. Yeah. (laughs) You'll know pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thanks for your time, Rochelle. It was really great. We'll um, get you on again talking about other experiences you've had overseas and everything and and teaching. Absolutely. All right. All right. So, Thank you, everyone, for listening, and good night. Yeah, that was great. Okay. <laughs>